What is up, Hoopers, Analytics, Bad Guys, Bucket Getters, Boosters, Blue Bloods, and New Bloods? On today's episode, we are talking SEC and Big 12 basketball. College basketball is back. Conference play has started. Let's dig in on what is viewed as two of the best leagues in college basketball. Let's go! Hello, Hooper Old. My name is Tuckler. I write for Slipper Soul Fits and Busting Brackets. And joining me today, he's chewing his towel in the child center. It's Austin King. Ooh, that was a tough one. I was chewing my towel uh, as I was cutting off my arms and legs in protest of that atrocious basketball game played by the Portland Pilots. Uh, your Portland Pilots uh, got got 20 pieced by uh Stan Johnson. Yeah, tough. It's you know, it's tough to win basketball games when your opponent shoots over 50% from 3 and uh hits 15 of them. So, you know, Kelly Lou Pepe just dropped three threes and it was all she wrote, really. Yeah, it was it was uh, not a great night in the child center for uh for me. And for my pilots and for other other people on this podcast. And and the person that is ready to splay Austin King like a Benihana chef, it is Ryan (laughs) Tosi Sams from the great Alaskan Tundra. How is he going, Toast? It's good. I give Austin a lot of crap for the loss, but uh, it's really not that bad. I, I like them going into it. Um, I don't think that even the sharpest of sharps thought they were going to lose by 20 tonight. So regardless, I don't I don't really know if either one of those teams, if Santa Clara is that good or Portland's that bad. Well, I guess we're going to find out, but I don't I don't know if I really believe that yet. Yeah, uh, we. W- a lot of conclusions are being made after the first uh, night of conference play and i can't wait for all of us to say just like we have the entire basketball season so far actually none of that is true everybody sucks nobody's good uh yeah but while we have you here toast we're going to be breaking down the sec and the big 12 two conferences that were picked by many to be the best two conferences in all college basketball by far the best power fives and it seems that we were right about some teams and others, not nearly the ones you thought you were bringing to the dance. Um, let's 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 do some tier breakdowns first with the SEC because we we all thought that the SEC was you know a like a seven eight team conference of like there's there's three or four teams that can maybe win the conference, but there's four other teams that, that can put up a fight. Three other teams that can put up a fight. Well, we're two months in, and it seems pretty clear that we're down to two teams to win the SEC. And I'm not sure that they're the two teams that many picked. I picked Tennessee to win the conference, and I felt pretty confident about that. I thought Kentucky was going to give them a battle, but I, I had Tennessee as a Final Four team. I had Futures on them as a Final Four and an NCAA champion team. So um, I was I was high on this Tennessee team. Um, it's hard to go out there and say that with a Rick Barnes coach team, even though I don't think he's as bad as all the pundits try to make him out to be at certain times. But uh, it's it is very hard to win a, t- a win a ring um, in the tournament. But yeah, I, I did like Tennessee a lot coming into the year. Um, still don't love the offense um, as much. I know that it's still like what 55th or something like that on Kempom. I think it's in the fifties, but um, I've, I've watched them closely this year at times. They do struggle to get shots and whatnot, but uh, I, I do think so far from what we've seen, it's yeah, it's them and Alabama are cl- clearly the top tier in this conference. Well, but here's the good news is every offense in the sec sucks except for <laughs> Alabama. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I- I, I I push back on that. I think even though that we know Kentucky, Missouri, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I was it's your show. I didn't want to know if you were going to say it, but yeah, no. I would push back on that and say, even though that we know that Kentucky's not that good, Missouri 
another blowout last night and they shown, I mean, what are they two or three in Ken Palm right now? Number two. Yeah. And Ken Palm right now and adjusted offensive efficiency. So um, again, you're right, Austin, there's probably two or three good teams as far as offense. And I don't even know if Tennessee's, I would consider them good necessarily, but yeah. Uh, better, yeah. better, better Kobe, Kobe Bryant or Kobe Brown. <laughs> they're both number 24 and they're both buckets so. I, I can't i can tell you that seeing a 26 next to the uh, uh offensive adjusted efficiency for kentucky like it makes me think the computers are broken at times yeah <laughs> it doesn't even make sense in any I, way they're still factoring in like preseason stuff for ken palm so that's part of it that's why yeah, you, yeah. that's so why nice. some of the teams are like wait they're there how is that possible it's it's that and like Kentucky or Tennessee just has the entire component to be one of the three best teams in the country, one of the five mm-hmm. best teams in the country. They have three guards that could legitimately handle the ball and run the offense in uh Tyree Key, Sakai Ziegler, and Santiago Santiago Vescovi. Um, they have the ultimate do-everything senior in Josiah Jordan-James. They have the potential lottery pick, freshman wing, and Julian Phillips is trying to do something that Brandon Huntley-Hatfield couldn't do. Uh, Olivier Nakamua is a legitimate force in the interior. And then you have, off the bench, uh, plenty of talent with... uh Plavsic, the fucking psycho. Yeah, Plavsic. <laughs> you've got that, dude, to- that dude looks like a... Bouncer from Bro, to- Toby Awaka, nasty as a freshman. The difference between Tennessee and Alabama, I feel like, is tennis. Alabama has a higher ceiling, but Tennessee has by far the higher floor, without a doubt. And the style of play that Tennessee has allows for them to be far more consistent uh, as a team, just because that defense is nearly always going to be there. And their offense is going to be good enough now. It is a little three-point reliant, mostly because Santiago Vescovi and Zakai Ziegler are, like, mostly volume three-point shooters. And we saw, like, the reason they lost to Colorado and they had that kind of issue at the beginning of the season is because Ziegler was just chucking them up for three and Rick Barnes is like, fuck this, I'm putting your ass on the bench. You know, like, yeah. uh, that – that could rear its head a little bit, but I think their defense can carry them. Whereas Alabama, I mean, we've said this time and time again, like they're just the ultimate high variance team. Like they just play a very volatile style. And so they're going to lose a couple games that they shouldn't because they turn the ball over too much and they don't hit from three that night. And that's why, for me, my bet would be on Tennessee to win the conference, just at least regular season-wise, because of the volatility of Alabama. I was only going to say my only my only thing to add to that the differences between these two teams is that Alabama does have a pro in Brandon Miller on their team. Yes. So I think in March that does change thing a little bit. But I do agree with your sentiment as far as the regular season Tennessee regular has. season, yeah, 100%. absolutely. We're one game into SEC play, so it's not you can't really blame it on SEC officials as like they like to call fouls. But Tennessee's got four dudes that are nationally ranked for their free throw rate. Like Zakai Ziegler and Tyree Key are two of the best drivers in college basketball that can get to the bucket or at least to the stripe after driving. I think that's going to be massive in this conference that loves to be physical, that loves to have games decided on the free throw line. Yep. And Uh, Key's going to be really big. Like, watching that Arkansas LSU game, which was ugly as fuck to watch um, and tough look for Arkansas. But you just saw whoever is the bigger guy that's just going to drive as hard as possible to the basket and just – either get to the free throw line or score over bigs is one of the most valuable kind of commodities in the sec. And Tyree key is that he yeah. is huge. He is just really strong and capable of getting to the free throw line and attacking the rim. 
And I think that's going to be really, really important for Tennessee. And I think you could see when they struggle from the three-point line, him becoming more of a go-to guy in SEC play for Tennessee. He's a grow man. He's 24, baby. Uh, and he's like a career, like 83% free throw shooter at Indiana State. So this isn't like something, an aberration either. No. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's. I don't know. I, I really, I really like the Tennessee team. And I feel like a lot of people just like bought out because of that terrible Colorado loss. But if you look at the rest of their slate, like, yeah, they were pushed to overtime with UC, USC uh, in November, but like that was during a tournament. You can't really hold that much against them. They lost by five to a really good Arizona team. I on think the road. On the road, on the road too. Uh yeah, and Bama, Bama just needs to get healthy. Uh, for for Bama to be the team that they need to be, their defense needs to improve, and that is largely going to happen with those two guys coming back. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't have very I like I feel like this is as comp. I remember picking Bama to finish like third or fourth, and I felt like I was an idiot thinking it should have been higher, and it should have been higher. Uh, yeah. The the third Turns team, you are an idiot. Yeah, I'm dumb as. F- uh, the, the third team, the third team in the SEC and, and like, you know, through no fault of their own, I think you could, regardless of bias and former wounds that are just freshly healed, uh, regardless of biases, Arkansas could have been in that conversation if they were able to stay healthy, but it's clear that Arkansas isn't going to be able to match the firepower of Tennessee or Bama on offense. They have a really great defense. I mean, Musselman always has great defenses, but losing Trevon Brazile and losing Nick Smith is just going to be too much. I, I just don't see any way their offense turns a corner for them to compete against Tennessee or Bama. Bama and Tennessee are hitting shots. Yeah, and Arkansas can't shoot the basketball, like, at all. I mean, that first half against LSU, I think they went, like, 0 for 15 from three. I mean, if you just can't shoot at all, you're not going to win basketball games, man. You're just not. And, I mean, we all – I don't want to even – I don't really want to go here, but I feel like we have to. Like, Anthony Black is a very good basketball player. Don't put that evil on me, Austin. I'm, I was high on Anthony Black even. I know even you after. were, but, but the hesitation was, hey, I don't think this guy can be the primary ball handler and initiator in an offense. Mm-hmm. And we saw, finally, Arkansas goes on the road against an SEC team, and Anthony Black was not capable of doing that. Now, it's his first time on the road. He's a freshman. He's playing against grown-ass men in an LSU team. And he struggled. Like, he really, really, really struggled. Like, he was really, really, really bad. Will he have better games? Undoubtedly. Is the loss of Nick Smith and who knows when he's when or if he'll come back, that is the bigger blow to me than Brazil because they just don't have anyone else to initiate offense unless you trust – you know, Devo Davis, which is a 19% three-point shooter on the season. Like, uh, no thank you. Yeah, it, it's it's clear that Jordan Walsh needs somebody to create for him. Uh, yes. He's a bruiser. He's just – Anthony Black, whatever was going right in Maui, like whatever we got to do to get that back, whether that's like had Bill Walton do all of his games or something, maybe that's the that's the magic trick. Get him some Maui gems, something. There's Maui just a, Wowie, Toasty could have come up with that. Yeah, the Maui Wowie. Get 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 A B get A B medicated. Get A B right. <laughs> uh, you think they could pass legalization laws in Arkansas just for Anthony Black, or maybe get him a medical card? Toast, have you was was Arkansas the sexy pick for 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 the gambling world? Yeah, yeah, they got me. Uh, no, no, they got you. And <laughs> they got me. Oh, uh, no. I like Anthony Black, dude. Like, I mean, obviously, we all know that he. We thought he was going to be a zag and whatnot. But yeah, I saw. I saw everything that everybody else saw. Um, I saw. I was higher on Anthony Black. I thought that Nick Smith was going to be good. Um, 
yeah, it's just they're it's not turning out to what it has been, and I don't know what it is. I think that Brazil. I mean, I know that you said that you'd rather have Nick Smith at least with if you have Brazil on the floor you can have somebody that you can account to knock down shots. Cause like you said, there's nobody that can do that. Nobody creates for themselves. I mean, it's all that pick and roll and stuff with Anthony black. And again, I get it, but he's, he can't be your primary ball handler, like you said, and it, it's really hard. And you know, Demonte Davis isn't really given much help at all either. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's bleak. I do. I do like Musselman though. I think that these guys are truly buying into what he's preaching down there. So, um, Obviously, we've seen that with recruiting. So do I think they're the 318th best three-point shooting team? Probably not. Um, but they have uh, two games. Right? I mean, I think we're going to find out a lot about Arkansas in the next week or so because they're going to go play Missouri after – this is going to be a good spot for Arkansas after a loss at LSU, a game that they probably should have won. I don't have their free throw numbers in front of me, but I know they probably couldn't have been great. And, and against a, a Missouri team that just knocked off a huge uh, a, a Kentucky team that really isn't that good, but that's a huge win for that program. Um, and then they have, and then Arkansas has Auburn um, on the road in the jungle after that. So um, we're going to find out a lot about this Arkansas team. I'm not, I'm, I'm ready to throw in the towel as far as national title hopes and stuff like that, but um, I'm not. I, yeah, well, I think they could scare some teams if they get the right seating in March. Uh, they could be playing on the second weekend. Yeah, thank oh, God. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God Musselman got Ricky Council. Could you imagine what this team would be like without Ooh. Ricky Council? Like just ooh. ooh. Um toast. Uh both teams, LSU and Arkansas, were 50% from the free throw line the other night. Five for ten for Arkansas, six for twelve for LSU. I and I'm pretty sure, like, and with Anthony Black, like you saw, like you you saw the miss uh, for me. Like I watched the, the miss free throws. He tripped over the free throw line at one time on like a wide open lay in. But then at the end of the game, I'm pretty sure it was him. I had like three screens on, but I'm pretty sure he was the guy that got the block mm-hmm. to give them a chance in transition to get a tying bucket, and it ended up not going that way. So just in that span of period, he shows how good he can be with a block at the end of the game like that. So. Yeah. Uh, It'd be really fun to watch the times too. I wasn't trying to just crap all over him. No. And like, you know, Messelman likes, likes to let his guys get out and run the, the, yet again, they're a top 40 adjusted tempo team. If they're able to like create fast break opportunities, that's going to, that's going to like mitigate a lot of the issues of uh, Anthony black, not necessarily being like the most consistent shooter. Uh, but yeah, there's like a clear ceiling now without, uh, that because I SEC play what the hell like yeah I know Kentucky's broken but what are the Mitchell twins going to do against Oscar Chibwe? Yeah, all right. Oh. So that's tier two Arkansas by themselves. Uh, what what do we have for tier three? I, I there's like four teams that fit into this category and maybe five. Um, depending on how, how low you are on our, our former friend on the hilltop of San Francisco that now hang, hangs out uh, in Gator country. But who's the, who's the fourth best team in this conference? Uh, I would probably... Do it, Toasty. Do it, Toasty. Do it, Toasty. I know you want to. Uh, I would probably say... Oh, he wants to do it so bad. It's so like it's so hard right now. I guess Florida, maybe. I don't believe Miss. Listen, I just don't. I I don't. I do not believe in it. And if I'm wrong, I'm on this podcast. I'm on Twitter about it. I can be wrong. I'm fine with that. Uh, (laughs) But I'm I'm just not there. I'm. It's not. I don't have a thing with Coach Jans or anything like that. But. I, I just Utah and Marquette as your marquee wins coming into this week. And then obviously I understand they beat Bama. That just doesn't do much for me. So you have a lot of wins against 300 and high 200 teams. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not there yet. Florida. I, I get it. It's been very ugly, but I do think that they have a very, I mean, obviously Colin Castleton, I think is pretty damn good. Um, I, I don't, I yeah, think that a rough game against Auburn. I was just here's my that was my point though is that he, he had a rough 
He had a rough game against Auburn. They lost that game by three points on the road in a game that a lot of people didn't even give them credit to be in. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's they, you know, they've they played a top 50 schedule um, defensively. They, they can play. I mean, obviously, that's not their issue. It's obviously the offense. So, um, I mean, if you look at their, if you look at their losses, all of them are pretty decent offenses or, no, I mean, Xavier, good offense. UConn, a decent offense. I mean, Auburn's not, but Oklahoma has been much better and they play defense. I don't know. I, I just, there's something about this Florida team that I just don't think they're as bad as they think are. We think that they are personally, but I, again, I could be wrong. Um, but again, that's just me. I've watched this Missis- that Mississippi State team play four or five times now, and I just, I can't buy in. I, I just can't do it. I had a big plan. What about, what play, about the Tigers? Of Missouri. Oh, I thought I had them. I thought I already had said them. That's my bad. I apologize. Then I thought them down. So you you think Florida or Missouri? I would say Missouri. I would say Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, Missouri, Florida. And then Kentucky is. Yeah, somewhere around there. And where's Auburn? And then LSU. Down I'm not a Mississippi State believer, by the way. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mississippi State is some fool's gold. Uh, I, I mean, do you, are you a believer in LSU at twelve and one too? Because I'm not. Like, I, I mean, I'm not a believer. Not at twelve and one. Not at twelve and one. I'm not like a believer, believer, but I think that they like. If you told me they finished fifth, fifth or sixth in the conference, if I told you they finished fifth, I would believe that. I, I think that's the ceiling for them, though. Like, if they finished above Kentucky and Auburn, I would be like, yeah, I think that's totally possible. See, because see, if LSU finishes above Kentucky and Auburn, you got a lot of questions about lifetime contracts. You <laughs> like, there is no world where LSU playing largely a roster full of dudes that were on that Murray State team should be battling to the level that they are. I, I just, I don't, I don't see that. And like, I feel like enough, we've seen enough talking about the like fool's gold of Mississippi state and whether or not LSU can finish fifth or sixth. I don't know if I'm there with either of those teams. Have we seen enough from Missouri that we don't think this is, a, this is all just, happenstance because they got absolutely housed by kansas but they have multiple multiple wins against top 100 teams uh they they handled illinois decisively winning by 22 they beat kentucky handily this week they beat ucf by ucf they beat wichita state in overtime like they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. they have the second ranked offense in the country I was wondering what the hell is going on with Isaiah Mosley. Um, yeah, what's going on there? If if he's only playing spot minutes, um, and like this could be something that's not related to basketball, who knows? But if you can get Isaiah Mosley to be the contributor that we thought he was going to be, the player that he was at Missouri State, like granted, lower level competition. But if you have Isaiah Mosley hooping with Kobe Brown, that offense is even more lethal than what is already a dangerous offense. Um, what 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 have you seen from Missouri that makes you think that this can this can stick? I was thought I thought you were talking to Austin about that. Um, honestly, though, it's the it's the offense. Um, I I think that when you when you have a, a senior laden team with guys like Hodge and 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 Carter and East, I mean, I, I mean, there's so many seniors on this team. That's the, as a gambler, that's one of the things that I'm going to look. That's I like to look at. I mean, obviously, it's not like a first and foremost thing, but when you have when you're a top twenty, top twenty five team in experience, um, that's one thing I I really like to see in them. But it's just the, the consistency, um, I, I, and I also like the fact that the fact after that Kansas loss, um, they could have really packed it in um, if if. Um, 
if Gates didn't have control of the locker room, that could have been a really case where, oh, we just lost by 30 at home. Uh, everything's not supposed to be working. All the teams that we beat were cupcakes. I mean, we've, I, I mean, I know I've seen it as a gambler that get into heads as college kids. Um, and they come right back with three top 55 wins off the bat and then destroying Kentucky. So, um, I just think that you have to give them consistency credit for that. Um, and then obviously all the metrics and shoot, uh, including shot quality backs that up. I mean, number two and, uh, adjusted efficiency in Ken Palm. Um, yeah, it's just really hard not to like what they've done. I mean, well, I guess that we're going to see when they get tested into, um, SEC play, I mean, obviously, because they're only uh, 280th overall in the strength of schedule, but uh, it's really hard for me not to like what I've seen so far because I, I really liked Kentucky, and I, and I know this sounds dumb as, a, um, as they got throttled the other night, but uh, I just wasn't there as far as how bad Kentucky was, um, and I knew within a couple minutes of that game it was over uh, really fast, so um, – yeah, it's just I ought to be dead honest with you. It's just the consistency, the fact that they got senior guys, um, and after that Kansas win, it just showed me a really ton about this team. Yeah, I think I'm going to hold off on any major judgments until we see them play their next game, which is at Arkansas on the road. Uh, you know, the teams that they beat UCF is a good team. Illinois is like, are they good? I don't know. Like, they're extremely up and down. Brad Underwood hates his team, I think. Uh, Coach Cal is quiet quitting uh, in Lexington. So is Kentucky good? I mean, we haven't seen them play good basketball all year in this country. I guess they played okay in London. Maybe they, we should just ship them off to London. Yo, yeah, can we get can we get Kentucky's guys back in those Bahama gyms? Like, yeah. We need we need some open shots to start falling for those Kentucky. I, th lads. I think it's time to move Kentucky overseas. Um, yeah. We got, but we got yeah that that Arkansas game. Like we all agree, Arkansas is a good basketball team. Are they a national championship team with their injuries? They're not, but they're a very very good basketball team. And at Bud Walton, that's a very, very, very difficult game. And if Missouri can keep it within even 10 points, then I'll be like, okay, that's like a legit team that can definitely be the third or the fourth best team in the SEC, which is a, like massive that's improvement. Insane. And like Dennis Gates is a wizard and I was high on the Gates hire and when all the Missouri fans were losing their fucking minds over them, not getting Todd golden and getting Dennis Gates. I was like, eh, I think you might end up being happier with Dennis Gates than you would with Todd golden. And at least to this point, that's definitely the case. They have a murderer's row the next four games. I mean, they, I mean, three of the next four on the road, Arkansas on the road, like you said, Vanderbilt at home, then Texas A&M on the road, Florida on the road. Um, so, yeah, we're going to find out a lot about this team and how well, they, especially like on the road in conference. Um, yeah, you're, you learn a lot about a team really fast. Where do, you, where do you guys rank? So I'm willing to put Missouri ahead of these other teams just from the fact that they play it a more appealing style of basketball. Where do you, where, how do you rank Florida, Kentucky, Auburn? Florida. I mean, honestly, Kentucky and Auburn is such a toss up for me. Um, yeah. I, I'm just not a believer in Auburn in any way, shape or form. Um, I understand the, the choir brother. Uh, yeah, I, it's just again, and I, I I know that we've had the Twitter beefs on on Twitter and stuff like that. It has nothing in any way, shape, or form to do with that. Mm. Um, it's just, yeah, I watched him play US basketball team. Yeah, and I watched Bruce him. Pearl play doesn't know what he wants to do with that team at all. I mean, this, his rotations make zero sense. Mick Cronin, Mick Cronin would dream of mucking it up to the level of this Auburn team. Auburn is shooting twenty nine point seven percent from three. That's it. Ooh. 322nd best three-point shooting percentage. However, opponents are shooting 26.2% from three. And, and that is called shooting luck. It's called disgusting. Like, yeah. just uh, their, their effective field goal percentage is underneath 50%. 
their defensive effective field goal percentage is 43%. That's top 12 in the country. Clearly they have a good defense. It's just, there's nothing on offense that is remotely assuring. Um, Chris Moore is the best guard on their team. And I feel comfortable saying that. And that's not good. No, it's no, it's not. That's not what you that's not what you want. Um Chance Westry is struggling to break into the rotation, struggling to get healthy, it seems like. Johan has not impacted the offensive end to the level that many were hoping for them to make up for the loss of Jabari Smith. And honestly, um Janai Broom has been good, but he hasn't been nearly the level of player that they were hoping he would be. Um yeah, their two best players are Chris Moore and Jalen Williams. So Godspeed. Um I would probably go I would probably go Florida, Kentucky, Auburn. Um and like I give credit to the plains. I give credit to the jungle because that's a hell of a place to play in. Um, but I don't know. I think I think Florida will see better days. I think Florida will see better days. I can tell you guys. Uh, just I was just pulling it up just because I wanted to see what um, uh, at KyleKerms.com is where you can find my stuff. But I use a lot of shot quality um, of their the shot quality website. I'm sure if you guys are listening to this, you guys know what that is. Um, and they have their rankings as just overall shot quality. This is offense and defense together. They got tennis. They have this in order. Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Florida, Mississippi State, Auburn, Missouri. So of the teams that we were talking about, Missouri is dead last according to shot quality. But it's a them and Auburn are very, very close. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's interesting that shot quality has them that low considering how high their effective field goal percentage is in their shooting. Because they're Defense fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah, their defense is pretty bad. Uh, they're I think they're like giving up like thirty nine percent from three on defense. Um, just they got them. Uh, they got them twenty ninth in overall adjusted shot quality. Uh, just quickly on them, uh, fourth. They're really good in passing. Uh, really good efficiency. Um, in transition. Um, bad defensive rebounding. Um, pretty efficient attacking the rim. Uh, low frequency post ups are some of the things that pop up on their team page. Yeah, for what it's worth. Yeah, and like with Mississippi State, like they've they beat Marquette by three points. They beat Utah by three points, and outside of that, they beat no one. Yeah. Uh, they're really good at rebounding, but they're really good at rebounding, but they're not good at shooting. So. I don't know. I uh, I'm, I'm I'm very interested to see uh, how how long Mississippi State uh, is able to take on water. Is- they might they might lose four games. They've lost two in a row. They play Tennessee next. That's an L. They play Mississippi again. I'm pretty sure that's an L. They play Georgia after that. That's five. That's five losses in a row. And then they go Tennessee Auburn again. They might be. They might be, you know, what are they, 11 and one or 11 and two now or whatever it is? They might be 11 and eight by the time January is over. So, who's the biggest disappointment? Is it Florida or Kentucky? It's got to be Kentucky, right? It's got to be Kentucky. And like, Kentucky's so bad that Kentucky fans think they might lose to Louisville. And Louisville has won how many games this season? Two. Two. Two wins. Yeah, I won two basketball games. Yeah. Um, and like is is it simply just them not running anything on offense? What's 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 a Kentucky issue to you, Austin? Um well, I would say everything. They're like oh, straight up bad at basketball. Oh, that's good. They that's great. don't run an offense fit for modernity um the roster construction is just atrocious um you have guys in frederick and reeves that have to be used in a very specific way to unlock them they have not been uh severe wheelers lack of three-point shooting and just size is 
really just hamstrings them. Uh, their best option on the ball is Cason Wallace, who is their best prospect by far. And I really like Cason, but he's not a lead guard. No, he's like, not. He's your, you know, he's like a second side playmaker when the ball swings to him, but he's not your starting point guard. No. Um, this is the real Oscar Sheepway. Um, like, yo, we yo. have been hammering this for a long time that yeah. it was absurd that Oscar Sheepway was the national player of the year. Um, yeah, he's not the best player and, in college basketball. He's not even close. Can, I, can we just stop to appreciate that in the process of the collective college basketball media throwing dirt on the Kentucky Wildcats this week that several, several people that congratulated Oscar Chibwe Oscar for winning National Player of the Year coming back saying he's the greatest college player since Tyler Hansborough that the the issue for Oscar is that he's an energy guy. He's not a primary weapon guy. And I'm like, that's national player of the year is an energy guy. You're yeah. telling me that that's better than Drew Timmy. You're uh, telling me that that is better than, well, you know, the big tents, a train wreck. So I can't really yeah. <laughs> give flowers to anyone Zach but Zach Eady. Who would you rather have Zach Eady or fucking Oscar Sheepwood? Zach Eady. Zach yeah. Eady, which is. I mean, Jacob Toppin, remember when we were being told that Jacob Toppin was going to be like, this ain't no stopping. Ain't no stopping Jacob Toppin. <laughs> oh, that's half the issue, though. It's like they, it's, and, and sorry to interrupt you, Austin, no. but for me, like I was under this impression that Calipari had this, the narrative of this hand picked roster that it's not these one and done guys. They've got seniors and juniors and a, a returning player of the year. And you watch this Missouri game back, and I did because. I lost money on it, but I just wanted to understand more too. And these guys are like standing around, like holding hands together. Like, and yeah. it's like in middle of the face, like it's like in on the sec logo, you can't miss it. And it's like Oscar Sheeway and another guy right there. And then it's like, Oh, we'll take a three and Oscar's going to go get it. And then he doesn't go get it. And it's just like, Oh, that's all right. That's the offense guys. But Cal looks good in a suit. Yeah. And, the defense isn't aggressive in any way. Like, Casey Wallace is a dog. Chris Livingston is a dog. But, like, it's not like they're implemented in that way. Uh, I would I would argue that Adu Thero should be playing more than Livingston should, On in all honesty, considering what Chris is able to contribute on offense. Uh, CJ, CJ Frederick, like, I remember people talking about how, like, he was actually the best defender on Iowa, which is, like, saying, uh, yeah, no, that's, like, the worst analogy that I can ever think of is saying that somebody's the best. Like, that's the epitome of lipstick on a pig. Like, there's no world where we're, like, all defense Iowa basketball. Um, Lance Ware, Lance Ware barely gets to play. I would... I feel like Lance Ware should play over a lot of the dudes on this team. I don't know. Um, it's clear it's, that Cal. Suck. It's, clear, suck, it's clear Cal is like no interest in adjusting either. No, he his adjustment is just like yelling at his kids and then just not giving them playing time. He's like, oh, we'll just adjust the roster. It's like, dude, but you don't have that talented of players, and you're you know not what? like, you know. It, it, this is how Kentucky has won in the past is they've just had way more talent than everybody else. And so they can overcome his dog shit offensive system because they're so talented. Well, guess what? You don't have elite talent anymore. And so your system can't free them up. We talking just really quickly talk. We talked, you said about winning and stuff. Kentucky has the best game that Kentucky's won this year so far, and they've had many awful opportunities, is Michigan, Michigan. Uh, who's 65th in Ken Palm, who tonight lost to Central Michigan, 270 in Ken Palm, 63-61. So go Wildcats. Yeah, really their best win is Yale. Yeah, Yale's their Touché. best win. Touche. Like, 
I it's to the point like this this feels so such like a breakdown by the coaching staff. They like you know what's a terrible combination to see like a terrible a terrible 300 level number stat line to see. They are 325th in the nation in non-steal turnover percentage and they are 350th in the nation in defensive average possession length. That's a combo of your guys aren't aren't enforcing anything on defense. You guys aren't aggressively uh, attacking the ball handler. You're not challenging guys. It, it just seems like a complete and utter utter breakdown. And that's um, with and that's with Case and Wallace being a top forty guy in steals in the country. Yeah, it's, it's just absurd. Um, it's literally just him. Well. I think we've cooked quite a bit about the SEC. We all feel pretty confident that Tennessee is going to win uh, the conference, and if not, it's Bama. Um, but yeah, it's it's clear that like the defense is going to be so chaotic throughout the season, and the shooting is going to be even more chaotic. Yeah, if you're a sicko and you're, I mean, our uh, dearly departed co-host Kyle Sessions, and you love sicko hoops, the SEC is. 100% for you. Built for you. Um, so that's the SEC. Should we go to a good basketball conference? Let's go to the best basketball conference in the country. The uh, the creme de la creme. The, the gold standard. The Big 12. I feel like this is not how this we predicted not. this conference to end up being. I, I, I think that like legitimately we, we had these three teams – uh, that are tier one in the in the discussion, but ultimately down to it, it was not in this order. Um, who do you guys think is is Tosi? Who is the odds-on favorite according to the books to win the Big Twelve? Yeah, Texas at plus two ten at the moment right now on DraftKings. Uh, Baylor is next at plus two twenty. Kansas is at the same price at plus 220. And then we got huge jumps. West Virginia, TCU, both 1,500. Um, and then obviously up from there. Is that Ooh. is that toast how you see it? Do you think it's Texas, Baylor, Kansas in that order? Yeah. Um, I would I took a I took a flyer a couple of days ago on TCU. Um, not like not because of their record 11 and one. Um, I, I think that people kind of look at records and they kind of get um, jaded with what they are, but um, they beat Iowa um, on a neutral. Um, they beat Utah. Again, nothing really has stuck out. That Utah win for me kind of stuck out because they kind of had a couple guys coming back. It was finally healthy. Uh, it wasn't at Utah. It was in like a uh, whatever the Jazz Arena play in. So it's not a true road game, but um, it's essentially a road game. It's like Gonzaga playing in uh, Seattle. So um, I, it's obviously with them. I, I just think that they're getting to be better. They haven't been as healthy as they could have been all year. Um, and then they've got obviously guys like Mike miles that, you know, really, really talented guard, uh, you know, and then guys like Chucky O'Bannon, um, and then Eddie Lampkin, a guy who's a senior that was there for obviously for them last year. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of his, but he really seems the team seems to really gel around him. So at, at such a big number, I, I liked, to see what TCU is going to do again. I'm not super high on them as a team in general. I'm not going to be looking to play them ATS on a nightly basis, but again, at plus 1500 um, again, it's no, and it's nothing against those other teams for one Kansas. It's just really hard to do it two years in a row. Um, again, is that a reason to bet against them? This no, is extremely good at winning the big 12. Here's what I, yeah, this is what I said. This is what I said last season. And I will say until he stopped coaching basketball, death taxes and bill self winning the big 12. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's there's like, like what Mark few is to the WCC bill self somehow is to the big 12. And yeah. That's my I, look. Bet. Look, I'm sorry, I, you can get plus money on Kansas. I'm taking like, Kansas. Like, and, and like, I did not have Kansas winning the Big Twelve to start the season. I did not predict no. that I, at, in any shape, way, or form. But they're dogs. Their defense is so damn good. 
Their defense is crazy. Like the the like we 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 expected that to some extent because Kevin McCuller transferred there. Obviously, Kevin McCuller is going to have an impact. Juan Blair has been filthy. KJ Adams has been great, and I'm sorry, Grady Dick is actually legitimately like really a top, fucking good, dude. a top 25 player in college basketball. Dude like, is shooting 49% from three on volume. He's taken 73s in 12 games and he's shooting 49%. And not turning the ball over and being, you know, uh, the, the third most shot attempts on the team. I, Jalen Wilson is has is exactly what he needed to be to become an NBA prospect. Like mm-hmm. he's, I was just about to say, really you went through popular. all of that. You went through all of that without mentioning Jalen Wilson, which just shows you how good it can, this team can be. Yeah, this like Jalen Wilson. We were like, oh, he could be an NBA player if he plays like he did in March. Yeah, he's playing like that at, at all times. He's he's even better, dude. Even better. He's at thirty. He's thirty percent usage on this team, and he has only an 11% turnover rate. Yeah. Yeah, like, keep in mind all the flowers that we were giving Missouri, you know, not too long ago, he went on the road and put 24 on them and they won by like 20. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I I don't know if Kansas can necessarily repeat. I don't have a reason to think that they can't. But, yeah, I, I feel like it. I, I feel comfortable putting Kansas number one for me. And I don't know. Because I Bill Self don't know. is the best coach in basketball. Bill Self is the best coach in basketball. I mean, try to find and a sexier pick than Allen, Bill Self. Bro. Like, I'm so, I'm so sick of the disrespect that Bill Self gets. Because, like, yeah, Kelvin Sampson is incredible and a great defensive line. No argument. Bill Self is the epitome of winning. Bill Self is the epitome of of winning with a range of talent, adjusting to the talent that you have while still keeping incredibly high expectations for how players adapt to his system. It's, it's just, he, he runs a clinic every single season. Um, I, I honestly think if he wins a national title in the next two or three years, he's going to be above coach K in my regard. Oh, for sure. I, Ooh, I, I, I love I, that. Too. I love that. I mean, yeah. Uh, Especially, especially in this climate of college basketball, if he were to win like back to backs, like are you yeah. wow? Yeah, I mean, the highest the highest talent depth that basketball has seen in in the history of the sport, I feel like, is right now. Um, wh- who do you who do you guys have too? Because I I feel like you could go either way. Uh, the vibes subge- the vibes sort of suggest. That this will go a, a specific way, but all right, I I on a moral obligation cannot put Texas number two, um, so I will go with another team for moral reasons. I feel like I can't because of that university's history, but I guess I have to go with Baylor. Okay, but can I just I because that's obvious I, that makes total sense, but. Is Cryer, Flagler, and the rest of the company at any point going to be healthy? Or are we just supposed to assume they're yeah. going to be fine? That's my only question. Yeah, and that's – yeah, I, I we, we don't know. For that reason, I can't ha- – for that and also the lack of production in the post, I I have to give it to Texas. Yeah. I, I'm, more, I'm more willing Baylor into number two. Yeah, okay. I mean – I, I and, just think it's like, is Chris Beard going to coach this year? Yeah, I, exactly. I, feel, I feel like he's going to because, unfortunately, yeah, America and our standards for holding people accountable. Uh, but I mean, it's just has, has Baylor wowed you this season? No, Baylor Not hasn't wowed much. me once. Keontae George has wowed me. Keontae George. Sorry, I was just going to say, to be honest, I don't know how good that Virginia win is going to look in two months. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're I, right. I how good agree. is that Gonzaga win going to look? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dumer okay. Austin is logged in. You know, this is – that is, they, well, how do they lose by 26 to Marquette? How did that happen? I, I don't even understand. It, it doesn't make Honestly, any sense. They quit. I, I, I watched that game. I had Marquette. 
but it was like Marquette was up 10 early and it was like, you know what? These guys are going to be in our face for 94 feet or whatever all night long. I ain't going to, I ain't, we ain't dealing with this. And it, they were really non-competitive that whole game. They really folded it in. It's, uh, it's just, I mean, they struggled. They struggled with Washington State. Like they won oh, by. They that game but was they, really they close. Struggled with Washington State. Uh, and, I mean, and like they they barely beat Gonzaga, and Gonzaga wasn't playing a good game. They played horrible. They only won by six against Washington State, ten against Northwestern State. They scored fifty-eight points against Northwestern State. <laughs> this is the same team that beat UCLA. Like, how did that happen? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I feel like UCLA is a better team than Baylor is. I think uh, UCLA is like a final four elite eight team. Yeah, they I are. I know I'm crazy. Yeah. And, and least, the, uh, the big issue is that Jalen Bridges isn't good. Caleb Lohner is exactly who we all thought he was at BYU, which is a yeah. horrible player. And Scott Drew for being such a good talent avail- evaluator and good coach. The fact that he actively wanted Caleb Lohner on his roster is mind-blowing to me. <laughs> they also, the issue is, too, is that I think that Keontae George, I think that the team really likes him, too. I think he's, like, one of their energy-type guys. And the, you get you get your 20, but you're also going to get your six. And that's not assists. That's turnovers uh, with him every <laughs> night, too. So it's, there's the good and the bad with that kid, too. So even assists. when he has a really positive assist to turnover ratio, Toasty. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to hear Keontae George Slater on this podcast. All right. Yeah. Just telling you how I see it, bro. I, I, uh, I don't know. It's. Of 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 these three teams, who who do y'all think is the most I most likely Final Four team? Also, just really quickly, uh, he has 14 assists against Norfolk and Mississippi Valley State. If you take those two games away, it's not as great. So anyway, mm-hmm. continue. Like who mute, the- mute him, mute him. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, who who do you guys think of these three teams is the is the clear? Uh, uh, safest final four team, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's hard. Who, yeah, no way. Who between Texas and Baylor would you take to go to the final four? Is it simply Texas because of health? Oh, well, I it's a caveat. It is Chris Beard coaching, yes or no? I mean, because you have if we're playing the what if game, you have to yeah, play. We have I to just put assume that, that he's coaching, just okay. The 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 machine is turning its its wheels, and the combustion engine is uh, suggesting that uh, Chris Beard is back on the sideline. By uh, I would take February. Texas then. Personally, I would take Texas. Yeah. Hey, yo, Tyrese Hunter has been everything that he was built to be. Yeah, he's been, he's been fucking he's awesome. Been, he's been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Imagine if we got him instead of Malachi Smith. Anyway. Austin, Austin, yeah, yeah, I get some sun in you, bro. Like you're too sad. Sorry. Yeah, I don't even want to put that in, bro. That was, that was just <laughs> slicing your wrist. God damn, dude. <laughs> Fucking Malachi Smith appreciator on on the call saying that. Yikes. Yeah, <clears throat> bad. Um, I know. So there's a second tier toast. You said that you took uh, a feature on TCU. It's it's pretty clear TCU is the best of the rest. And I don't really have any qualms saying that. Like, I would almost put them in a tier by themselves, in all honesty. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only other team that we haven't talked about is Gibber in West Virginia. Um, but I, I just, I can't get on here and talk about them a lot because I watched them play one game uh, and that was against Xavier and they didn't look that great in that game. So um, the, the two games that they've played against upper competition, I know that they've lost. I don't know how, I know they lost to Purdue and Purdue is mowing over people. So it is what that I, is. I mean, I remember quite vividly as having a discussion before that Purdue game and you being like West Virginia is going to kick the shit out of Purdue. Yeah, I trust me. I did the same thing with Xavier, bro. (laughs) I can't. I 
I, everything I've thought about this team has been wrong. So I, I just, I, I don't have a good read on it. I just don't think they're going to hold up. I don't know what to make of this Huggins team. It's, it's okay. Defense and the offense is fine. I don't know. It's, it's just a whole bunch of random dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's all it is. Like, it's just a whole bunch of random dudes. Yeah, I mean, West Mitchell. Virginia does nothing for me. Yeah, shout out Jimmy Bell, but still. Yeah, shout out Joe Toussaint. Uh, <laughs> Iowa legend Joe Toussaint. Iowa legend. Um, TCU West Virginia. Does Oklahoma State get your hot and bothered, Toasty? <laughs> uh, I'm with those other teams, to be dead honest with you. Um, I thought they played pretty well. I think they played... Um, the two games that I thought they the um, they lost, you know, UConn and uh, Virginia Tech. I thought they played UConn pretty damn well. UConn flexed their muscles late, uh, but they were in that game. I think they were like plus ten or something like that, and they were in that game late. Um, I think they were ten and a half because they covered. But either way, they lost that game by ten. Um, and then a, a Virginia Tech team that I'm a little bit higher on than some, uh, but again, on a it was on a neutral, it wasn't away, but. Um, yeah, obviously they're going to play through their defense. I don't know who's going to make shots for them on a consistent basis. Obviously, it's uh, uh, Avery Johnson and uh, Avery, uh, Bryce Thompson. Right? If Avery Bryce Johnson Thompson. was still hooping for – if he was transferred to Oklahoma State, that'd be wild. Avery, Avery Anderson and Bryce Anderson, Thompson. Sorry, my bad, yeah, my good. bad. I, <laughs> I would like to see Avery Johnson hoop, though. I, yeah, just well, don't just don't have him like that. Yeah, just not mic'd up. Avery what's, Johnson. what's yeah, it's I don't know. I think Oklahoma State is fraudulent and like it's I the you can't say fraudulent about an eight and four team, right? Like yeah. that's just like and eh, they are eight and four. That is they're what fine. they are. They're, they're fine. They're they fine. their best win is against Sam Houston State. I yeah. their offense isn't great. Uh, let's see them play Kansas and then go from there. Like yeah. if they can, if they can avoid getting Missouri, like Kansas against Kansas, then like, I'm, I'm totally fine putting them in the yeah. second tier, but I think it's pretty clearly TCU and then a gap. Um, yeah. where, where are we, where are we on the Texas tech train? Frauds. Well, the one, this. the one time we needed Josh Linky's uh, uh, Texas tech defense. Um, do we, I, I just, said it from the beginning of the year, they were a top 25 team. And I said, no, sir, no chance. They're fucking top 25. They're not going to be good. And they are not good. I don't, I just don't understand how anybody can have any confidence with this, with this basketball team, besides what they saw last year and their trust in Mark Adams, um, their schedule strengths, 351. They've literally played two teams, Creighton and Ohio state and gotten beaten both of them. Um, yeah, it's just absolutely horrible. Um, they played TCU, Kansas, Oklahoma, their first three games in conference. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, yeah. I, I'm just not there with this team at all. What what do we think? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. What do we what do we have? Uh, what do we have as uh, Texas Tech's record against these three next these next three games? Oh, one three. I would say I would say they maybe after two losses coming home against Oklahoma, I would maybe give them a That's chance. That's the only one they have a chance at winning. Uh, look, we all we all know that the Red Raiders home home court advantage is real. Like yeah. that place is crazy. But uh, it's ugly and it's and it's funny because they've still like they're still <laughs> operating the system correctly. Ranked 32nd in the country according to Ken Baum, but as you mentioned, they haven't played anyone. They beat Eastern Washington by seven points. Yeah, and I will say our friends at Ken Baum have Texas Tech 65, Oklahoma 60. The vibes, the vibes of uh, of Texas Tech in that Fardos Amac stuff is just enough for me to just. This is going to be. I feel like it's going to be a long uh, end of winter for that program. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what are we supposed to think? That we supposed to think that he he's going to come back or he's going to come over and just start dominating like he was at Utah Valley or whatever? Like, I mean, he's at least going to. He's at least. I mean, I think he's to... a good player, but I don't think I don't. he changes them in the Big Twelve conference. I, I, I think don't. he's definitely going to show up and pick up that that NIL check they tried to take away from him. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I he's not good. I I dude. Tanner Groves was a better player at Eastern Washington than Fardis Amac was at Utah Valley. Like, and Tanner Groves has been like a nice little piece for Oklahoma, but he hasn't been great. You know? Has I don't I don't like him. Similar similar to the SEC. Uh what's what's your guys' uh, biggest disappointment so far for the Big 12? The obvious being uh, Chris Beard's actions. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty tough. To yeah. Um, Let's keep it on the court. On the court, um, I think it's probably got to be Baylor just literally having no front court at all. Yeah. Because if Baylor just had, like, competent front court players, they're, like, pretty clearly a national title contender to me. With that guard play. I mean, they have Flagler, Cryer, George, Bonner, and Langston Love. That's like a great group of guards. And then just fucking dog shit front court. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you have Baylor as the second team best team in the best. That's the only team. for moral reasons. Moral reasons. Um the Big 12's a, a very entertaining. I mean, there's I mean, you can see it going so many ways. It's an absolute gauntlet. I mean, every time I click on a team and I'm like, oh man, they got a gauntlet coming up, and it's just like every one of them. Yeah, yeah. like Seriously. Kansas State is the lowest ranked Ken Palm team, and they're ranked 51st in the country in adjusted efficiency margin. That's insane. Like what would BYU's record be in the Big 12 this year? Oh, and whatever. Yeah. That was, yeah. I don't think they won a game. I mean, Kansas is 11 and 1, and they've, and they've lost. I mean, they've lost the only game they play on the road. And I do not, I understand they beat Cal on the road. I don't count that. I don't even count that. That was them. not a college basketball yeah. team. Actually. So I don't even count that. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess they beat LSU. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just not there with Jerome Tang and uh, the Wildcats yet. But. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. What interesting. about you, Tuck? Is there a team that's disappointed you? <sighs> it's been relatively what I thought it was going to be. Um, I would say Baylor's front court has been disappointing, but we'll see what Jonathan Chamu Chachwa can do when he gets back. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I. I I think I think the biggest disappointment is probably TCU not not being as they in a lot of people's eyes they were supposed to be you know the fourth team in that first tier fighting but yeah yeah people had them as like a borderline top ten team I feel like it was TCU and Creighton were the two teams that people were like way too high on mm-hmm. yeah I I don't know I the Big Twelve. Gonzaga has been rumored to be joining that conference or the Big East. I got to say, even even with the Big 12 clearly being the best conference in college basketball, not sexy. This conference isn't sexy. No, but if, okay, let's say Gonzaga was in the Big 12 this year. Don't you think they're probably like second or third? Like, uh, They're probably fourth, right? You think so? I think they're a better basketball team than Baylor, probably. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I know I'm the doomer on the podcast, but I just I think you play that game again and Gonzaga just plays moderately decent. I think they win that game. I mean they were really bad. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I would say Kansas, Texas, Gonzaga in that order and be okay with that. And And then And that's because of Texas's defense, not really Texas offense. I mean, there's no way if you were to play that game again, there's no way Tyrese Hunter and Marcus Carr did what they did. There's just no, no way. No, not a chance in hell. 
let's let's close this off with talking about the Big 12 dominance. How many teams does the Big 12 get into the big dance? I would say six. Kansas, Texas, Baylor, TCU, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and then one of Tech, Oklahoma, or ISU. That's seven. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's just – I think that kind of depends. Yeah, I said six to be on the safe side, but, yeah, I had – yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where the where the at-large bids come from because the Big 12 is the best conference in college basketball, but the mid-major is just – like the A10, like there's yeah, the A10's you know, not getting multiple bids. WCC's not maybe getting, not getting. They're definitely not getting more than two. Mountain West is maybe getting three at the most, like probably two. Yeah, I mean, like, isn't Oklahoma getting in? Well, I, like I was just about to say that. That's the team that for me is so intriguing, uh, just because their ability to shoot. Um, yeah, that's the one team. I, and I really like what Potter Moses has been doing, too. I, um, yeah. I think I, I think that they're going to continue to get well. I mean, and you look – I mean, they're seventh in the country in three-point percentage. They're sixth in the country in effective field goal percentage. Um, yeah, uh, they rebound. Sherfield is shooting 57% from three on 62 attempts. Yeah. yeah. So – Sorry, Jacob Groves is shooting over 40%. I mean, when he mm-hmm. – I mean – too so uh yeah i i like what i've seen from them so far um that uh use on kid or however you say it, it's pretty fun to watch that freshman too so i i don't know maybe it's just i just have this idea that porter Mosier is going to continue and continue to get better with them um mm. i just really liked what i saw against florida yeah. um so we'll see i mean they got a big game coming up against if, texas if they go if they go 500 in conference play they're in yeah they have to be is it, isn't it also kind of wild that Jacob Groves is kind of past Tanner? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, well, I mean, conference play is beginning. New year coming, coming in just a couple of days. Uh, Toast, thank you so much for hopping on. Anytime. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Uh, we appreciate the support. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your conspirators. New Bloods coming at you. Big 12 SEC. We're not quitting. We're not going out like Cal. We're fighting. We're digging our heels in. Battle on. <laughs>